Welcome back to the Honesty Pod. Um, it's myself, Stacey, here joined by Mia and Poonam. And this week we're going to discuss all things coronavirus, how we're coping, what we're seeing in the media. Um, and to start off with, as usual, we'll go through what our sanctuary apps are saying today. Um, so Mia, why don't you kick us off? Okie dokie. Hi guys. Let me let me go to the sanctuary. Um here we go. So my horoscope is I, I'm a Gemini sun. So it says you're all hot and bothered and fired up. Chatty Ooh. Mercury is in bold Aries and your friendships are getting a big hit of inspiration. Oh, tell me more. Tell me okay. more. The party doesn't start until you show up on Zoom, right? That's I was going to say that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's, true. <laughs> that's especially okay. true right now. You want to connect with people? Make the time. Now let's go on to my rising, which is a Virgo. So it's it's time to say what you mean and mean what you say, to set boundaries and be willing to go deep. Are you feeling brave today? Tell me more about my oh. rising. Community of Mercury is now in bold Aries and your most intimate, sensitive zone. Articulate what you need in close relationships. Don't be afraid. Ooh, are you feeling brave? When am I not feeling brave? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did it actually just reference Zoom in your sanctuary thing? Yeah, it did. Love that. Oh, wow. My power That's emoji so is a red balloon. Mm. So you're the clown from it, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm a fucking clown. <laughs> a brave, brave clown. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a brave clown that's talking to my friends. <laughs> I think that's Bring good, it on good Zoom, summary. girl. Good summary. All right, Puna, what's it saying for you? Um, mine's saying feeling feisty, communicative Mercury is in Aries, and you're feeling particularly empowered to speak your message into the world. Ooh. Damn. Tell me more. Oh, okay. What is your purpose? What do you want most? What do you most want to do? Today you feel fired up to go pursue it. There's always a way to chase that dream. Damn. Yours is inspiring oh today. Chase them dreams, Hannah. <laughs> what? Imagine being asked what your purpose is. That's like, it's a bit heavy. <laughs> heavy for a Saturday night. Um, okay, my rising is you're ready to get your message out in the world. And of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> Communicative Mercury is in fiery Aries and your zone of career and public image. Does that mean my blog's going to blow up? Yes. It might be a sign. You know. <laughs> Get ready for the thing. fame, darling. Better put my Instagram on public, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not a clout chaser, guys. I promise. Um, I might be at it. Uh, the next few weeks, put your message. Put, oh, my God. What? <laughs> the next few weeks, put your message. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next few weeks, put your message square in the spotlight and imbue your. Oh, hello. I think we may have lost Puna. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Quick tap dance to fill to fill the blanks. <laughs> These are the technical difficulties that come with trying to record a podcast remotely. This is very, very me? true. Can you hear me? Oh, she's there back. We there we go. We're okay, guys. Technical difficulty addressed. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I was just saying that I think that horoscope 
is me. That's that's exactly how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like a freaking fireside right now. Like, just I'm gonna put my Instagram on public. There we go. Well, it is your week. Like, it was your birthday this week. It is airy season. That's true. Okay. It's your time to feel inspired. S- Some would say it's this is my time to shine. Oh wow! Quite literally. Well, we discovered in the last one that you are literally the sunshine at the start of the day. <laughs> And um, lo and behold, she was late to this podcast too. <laughs> it's gonna be a running theme now. Literally, I'll be saying... there in five seconds. Takes ten minutes to come online, bro. I'm like, I was out here with my toolkit setting up this bloody microphone. Like, I why I'm did you my... wait until now? <laughs> I didn't realize it would be this hard. And also, I'm sitting in my Mundo room, and if That's anyone has a said. Mundo in their house, I'm gonna shut. Um, as you talk about the Monday in your house it's lovely <laughs> so yeah it's just it's one of those setups right now I think none of us are set up correctly right so now so you're in a I mean I'm set up perfectly fine speak oh, for yourselves I have the um, like resting on my like thigh me trying not to drop it my laptop's like three feet away from me <laughs> mess I mean I've got my mic in front of me got my head my professional headphones on I'm in a bookcase like I got all sorts going on right now I'm so jealous and also kind of hating on you so just just so you know you're too perfect right now I mean tell that to my skin honey <laughs> we'll come on to that later coronavirus coping self-care we will we will talk all thin skincare okay Stacey Girl. you go right so <laughs> I'm a Scorpio and it says you're ready to assert your boundaries in your work life. Whether you need to talk to your boss or a co-worker, you're ready to get really real. Wow. <laughs> if this had come like two, three days ago, I would have said yes, but I'm on an extended Easter break right now. So I'm not thinking about anything to do. I with mean, work. you talk to me and I'm technically your colleague. This is true, but I don't need to get real with you about anything to do with work. It's very true. Whereas bosses, on the other hand, a few days ago, yep, maybe. Hmm. Right. And my, oh, it says communicative Mercury is off, is officially in bold areas and your zone of everyday work and routines. You are ready to rumble. Just be thoughtful about how you express yourself. And then my rising is the same as Poonam, so there's no point me repeating it. Interesting. What's your emoji? Um, the little purple devil thing. Oh, smirking or sad? Smirking. Oh, mm. okay. Doesn't seem Nasty. to match up with the <laughs> work chat, but no, let's go. Not let's at go. All. get it. Get it. I mean, okay. That's usually me. <laughs> this is true. I'm surprised. I think me and Mia got the wrong ones. I should yeah. have had the balloon. I've been playing Animal Crossing like for hours on end. I have to keep shooting balloons. Mine. That would have made sense for me. <laughs> oh my god i have Una, so many questions mine was just the fire emoji oh yeah Salad, that's solid go-to i know um i was just gonna say i have lots and lots of questions about animal crossing i am obsessed and i can't live the life that you're living um i'm frankly quite sad about it it's it's been a savior for me it really has tom Literally nook kept, kept me going who <laughs> He's the guy that like runs the island. There's an island. <laughs> I owe I owe him a lot of money right now. Sounds like Wait. me and HSBC. <laughs> Are you in debt on Animal Crossing? No, literally. Like you start. Oh, girl, with, sort you, your life out. You Fuck. start off with a tent, 
And then to upgrade it to a house, you have to owe him 198,000 bells, the currency's bells. Kind of um, bullshit. That's and, a lot. And, I, and bearing in mind, when I started, I had to pay him 98000 for my tent alone. Paid that off. Ninety-eight for a tent? Then I got a house built. That was 198 And I'm now trying to pay off a bridge being built as well. Bearing in mind, I'm one of like six people that live on this island. I'm the one paying for the bridge. Stacy. All, all these bum bitches not paying their dues, <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> Well, why is the inflate? Why why is it so inflated over there? So what is that? 98- I don't know. Wait until I have to like extend my house again. I'm in one room. There are oh. no partitions in my house. Oh god! <laughs> Hands to me moving into a studio apartment, and I'm like, I just live in a room. Animal Crossing <laughs> style, evidently. I have a mishmash <laughs> of furniture. I, everything is black, but I can't find a black dining room table, so it's wooden. It's really stressing me out. Ew. Watch anything else. <laughs> That sounds horrific. Burn, burn it all down. That's what you've got to do. Oh That's my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's like Sims. Can you burn everything down? No, no, not well. I've not found that out. I do have a campfire that's permanently burning outside my house, but I've not oh, burned anything down yet. My god, it's like in Thor Ragnarok where they have that fucking eternal flame. Bitch, be careful of that. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm not going anywhere near it. Like the the worst I have to deal with is wasps that sting you, and you you like. Your one eye closes until you get medicine. It's really your stressful. One? You have one eye. Oh wait, no, one no, of like your one eyes. of your eyes closes if you get stung. <laughs> I'm already the triggered. Just that kill you as well, but I've not had. Them. Oh hell, no. I'm already triggered by this. I'm allergic. I'm highly allergic to wasps. Don't play games <laughs> with me. Well, how allergic? I'm crossing. At least they won't. They won't hurt you in real life. You're good. Um, I will go into anaphylactic shock if I get stung by a wasp <gasps> or a bee. So I could technically die if I get stung by one if I don't have an epipen nearby. Fun fact: <gasps> I do not have an epipen nearby, and oh. there is wasps nesting in the roof of my house, right above my bedroom. Um, oh, real, real quick. <laughs> these yeah, motherfuckers have been. Listen, these bitches have been what, nesting for three fucking years. I've been in this house for three years, okay? And that bitch <laughs> from the council comes out every year and says he kills them all. And then the next summer, the hoes come back. I'm like, you're doing something wrong, sir. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, you though, what is your out. plan? If that, if you ever got stung, what would you do? Hope and pray that someone calls an ambulance. But oh. I'm like, if I get stung now, there's a wait list on the fucking 999. So I'm like, oh. I'd die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd be bumped the fuck up though. Like, let's face it, you tell what, them that you're if they to... answer the phone. We would, so. <laughs> okay. we would hope so. That's a good I'm, point. I'm there in a hole for five minutes on 999. Like, someone help me. And then I'm dead. That's a very well, on, good On the note way. of 999 calls, obviously, we are recording in the midst of the coronavirus chaos. The last podcast that will have been released were far before so we didn't have the we don't have these issues and i think it would be quite good for us to discuss like how we're coping any tips mm-hmm. um so yeah puna how you doing i'm doing very well thank you i oh how well are we three weeks ago i moved back home uh from london so i'm like now back to jobless Poonam but I have a job so touch wood thank god I'm still like doing what I need to do um being fed not paying for food still paying for bills in London but that's okay because I can afford to so I'm, I'm okay with that um the weather is helping mental health is okay considering we've not really left these four walls for like 
three weeks as we all have but um I don't know I'm just feeling a little bit I just can't fathom the amount of time we're going to be doing this for like that is Mm. not a thing in my head so I'm taking each day as it comes and this bank holiday weekend basically feels like an eternal Sunday which I'm not too mad about like it's been a really good birthday my birthday was like Thursday before bank holiday so I've had a I'm having a five-day weekend which is bless but I can't do anything but that was my plan so am I lucky am I should I be happy that I don't know I was enjoy it if you've enjoyed it then embrace that yeah yeah so for context I was gonna come home for my birthday chill out do nothing but now I've got that for like three months so it's kind of a win-win situation isn't it it's like yeah it's good I'm feeling good I mean, going off the back of, you know, the introvert, extrovert pod that we just released. And <laughs> I mean, you do, you do like to just live in the house, don't you, Poonam? Oh, I love it. All my holidays are going back home. If I ever talk to my colleagues and they're like, oh, what are you doing for your time off? I'm just going to Birmingham. That's that's all I want to do. All I, all I want to do is sit in my living room and do nothing. And that's okay. <laughs> ain't that the truth no. ain't that the truth right Mia how are you doing I'm aware <laughs> <laughs> nice um, on Monday it will be exactly one month since I have been because um, I started to self isolate before everything was put on shutdown so I have been in my house for a month um, getting a bit cabin fevery, to be honest um I know, I know that you're right the type though. that like thrives in the company of people. How yeah, long? like I I love being like I'm a, I'm very much a social creature. Like I love being around people, I love talking, I love sort of having stimulating conversations. Yeah. And luckily I can still have those to an extent. Like, you know, my partner will call me and then we'll talk about the most randomest of things, like whether it's socialism and sociology to, you know, rights of trans people in foreign countries, etc. Like, you know, we, we can talk about anything and then I have the joy of speaking to you guys and having any sorts of conversations. That's keeping me stimulated. But, you know, I've been furloughed for like three weeks now, I think. I can't even remember. I'm genuinely not keeping track. Like everything's sort of a mess. Um, mm. So I've just been not working. But luckily, I'm um, one of the founding board members of a um, a mentoring group. So I'm sort of busy with sort of that and helping that get up and running and setting up a virtual event on the 30th of April, etc. So still keeping busy, but girl, sometimes <laughs> it's hard to just be like, I just want to do something. I know. I know. What's it like um sort of being furloughed and also being at home? Like how are you if you didn't have all of that, do you think it would be quite tough? I think I'd be okay being like, you know, to do my job and, you know, be working from home. I think that wouldn't be an issue. Um, I just, because I'd be sort of stimulated and doing something. um, But now it's sort of like, oh, I'm not doing anything. And, you know, trying to stay active and mentally and physically is tough because, honey, I've put on the pounds. I've gained like a stone. We all have. I know. I Sorry, I have another question on furloughing, but actually it might be good for Stacey to give us an update first. Um, I'm doing pretty well. You know, like at first I was hating it. I had proper cabin fever because I I had a few symptoms. So I isolated myself within the house because I live with family. 
Um, so I was literally in my room, like the four walls for seven days, didn't see anyone. Like oh, my man. mom was leaving food outside the door for me. Like that got a bit rough. And then my Nintendo Switch arrived. <laughs> this changed everything. Um, so we're, what, three weeks in now. And I'm, to be fair, I'm kind of loving it. Like I get up when I want, like usually somewhere between like nine and like half ten, I'll tend to get up. Mm-hmm. I'll generally start playing Animal Crossing, which is a nice ease into the day. Get some food <laughs> at some point. Might play on the Switch again. I've got Disney Plus. I've got Netflix. I've got Amazon Prime. I'm just, I'm loving life watching all the things I wouldn't have time to watch. I had a walk with my mom the other day, which was quite nice. Just getting out for an hour or so. Sat in the garden earlier today. Um, ended up having quite a deep chat with my mom, which got a little bit dark very quickly. But that's that's a story for another time. Um, <laughs> yeah, generally, generally doing okay. Like work has been a little bit tough because um, there's just, I think there's a bit more pressure to be productive and be getting results just to keep like the business going more generally. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard not to let that, way on on me as well i'm trying not to let it uh, but yeah generally I'm, I'm i'm doing pretty well Good. i'm gonna i'm probably gonna hate when, we, when we're forced to come out again and i can't just sit and play i'm gonna switch all day like the legend of zelda i've been absolutely like burning through in a couple of days Stacey, you are confused. such a good game Oh, go on. Why, why am I confused? The switch is portable, honey. You pop that bitch in your bag and you take it with you. No, but I can't, like, <laughs> with the Zelda <laughs> game, because you have to, like, shoot bows, I need the, like, handheld thing separate from the screen. Kind of bullshit. And oh. I need it on, like, a big enough screen to see what I'm aiming at. <laughs> I'll probably have completed it before then anyway, so different story. Yeah, I can take Animal Crossing with me, but... Yeah, you've got at least two months of this, come on. Yeah, yeah, I've got time. I will run out of games to play very quickly and things to watch. So ask me again in a month and I probably won't be so good. But for now, I'm kind of loving it. Um, Good point as well. Um, Coming out of this, I, I genuinely think we're all just going to get really accustomed to not living life as we knew it. Oh, and absolutely. I, it's going to be like all of us coming out from underground when we have to leave and do our all day All hairy as fuck, looking like some sort oh. of yetis. But, but I'm, already, I'm, I, I told you about my two-hour bathroom session earlier. Mm. So I like I, I spent two hours. I washed my hair, neatened up my eyebrows, shaved, did some skincare, painted my nails. Oh my! The right now, I'm not one of the yetis, but give me a couple of weeks and I'll be back there. I have not shaved a single part of my body in over a month. That was me. Bruh, same, <laughs> same. And I, I love it. But also I miss the choice of being able to go to my lady and get my eyebrows done or get my waxing done. Like, I miss that choice. I liked I've rebelling. And I've, not... I've always only plucked my own. <laughs> no. See, see, my issue is, like, I only ever shave when I see my partner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not not. him, so it's fine. But mm. now the issue is, this shit's going to get so long, it's going to be like, I'm battling like a forest. <laughs> or something, like, no, like just thankfully, yeah. honestly, like, thankfully I've had like, I've had laser sessions uh, on the um, yield hoo-ha. Um, <laughs> so luckily there's not that much hair, but me legs, honey, it's like a yeah. forest. Like see, a I've, I've forest. enjoyed not having to like, keep myself kept, but, today was quite enjoyable because my legs just feel really smooth and they haven't done in so long yeah I was dreaming of having like waxed legs today because I was like just the feeling of it it's not for anyone else but myself yeah 
Oh, freshly shaved legs and like mm-hmm. freshly changed bed sheets. Oh, oh God. Okay. I'm have a good night's sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like rolling around, feeling so soft in that Egyptian cotton. Oh, stop Ooh. it. Stop. I don't think I have Egyptian cotton. <laughs> Step your pussy up. Come on, get some Egyptian cotton. Buy it. That's your next thing now. You're not spending money on anything else. Just do that. Yeah. She you know, says. Swap out, swap out your BMW 4 Series for some cotton, honey. I'm gonna drop the car purchase. in there. Stop, <laughs> stop buying petrol. That's it. You don't need. I'm to go not anywhere. buying petrol. I'm not going anywhere. Exactly. There we go. Just buy your Egyptian cotton. Exactly. No, I need, I, to, I need to buy more games for the Switch and <laughs> some shampoo <laughs> and some conditioner very oh, soon. She got a habit now. Oh no! Stacey. I already, t- I already sent you some links, some good old Cantu. I told you, I, tried, I tried the Cantu and I didn't really like it that much. Really? Is it, was it Shea Moisture that got loads of hate recently for being unhealthy, or was it Cantu? Oh, I hope not, because I use the Shea Moisture like. I'm shampoo. sure one of them uses palm oil. Oh, great. <gasps> Wait. Did you, oh my god, so do you guys know, like, I was reading up on this the other day because I'm moving more towards a zero waste, plastic-free lifestyle, etc. And I was looking at good shampoo bars for ethnic hair because, you know, I'm Indian and, you know, I don't want to offend anyone, but Caucasian hair is just easier to manage and deal with because there's typically not a lot of it and the texture, etc. Like, it's it's not the same you know whatevs so using like normal shampoo and my hair would just like fuck me up completely and dry me out (laughs) so i was looking at different shampoos that have been moisturizing etc to my hair because i have a curly hair texture and i was looking at african black soap which i actually use to wash my face and um i read that it has palm oil in it and i was (gasps) so hurt (sighs) like and obviously it's not like it's not like imported or anything it depends where it's made to be fair we buy like organic um like imported from Africa, black mm-hmm. soap. So it's, I would hope there's no deforestation involved, but honestly, I don't know. And I'm a bit stressed out by it because it's such a beautiful product. And I'm like, Ugh. that is always stressful. I do, I do that with food. I once looked in our cupboard and I looked through all my favorite foods and all of them had palm oil in it. And I was, you know, I just had to just forget what I'd seen just so I could eat. That's, mm. that's what I had to do because it was so soul destroying try and i try and like make food which is what i've been doing more and more of in this fucking corona Girl, situation we're all like... trying to make food what are you talking about <laughs> no as in like you know, you know your favorite foods like you know like shit that you probably isn't good for you try and make like, a healthier version of it like i made a really nice um red velvet cake and oh. you know i used greek yogurt instead of like you know other bad nasty shit and mm-hmm. and it, it was beautiful it was healthy and beautiful it wasn't really that healthy, but it tasted good. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad for you, but also I'm lazy. Have either of you found that anything in particular has been really helpful in getting through this? Like particularly on rougher days, or do you have any sort of ritual that keeps you? I'm a witch. Of course away. I have rituals. Yeah, that's a given. That was a stupid question. <laughs> um, Poonam, do you want to go first? Because I could go on for days. Mm, yes. Um, I, oh God, I have been turning to YouTube Vine compilations and TikTok <laughs> compilations just when it's getting really rough. But, you know, touch wood, I haven't been that bad since the first week was really rough because it was just coming home and acclimatizing to it. Um, 
and during that week I kind of just had to I just oh god I think it was just what did I do I think I just put my headphones on a lot and listened to music and also messaging I didn't oh I didn't message anyone else so I just I kind of was repelled by my phone a bit so I I let that happen and just like spent a lot of time watching tv and just not trying not to like take any news in trying not to like it's so tough though because you're in you're in your own house I always find it mm, in my family home it's really hard because I always get like riled up by things as well so it was like biting my lip Mm. And also struggling with the fact that I was back. So it's just like, it's so unhelpful. This is not good advice and don't ever do it. But it was me just sitting through it and being like, I'm just going to get through this bit and it will settle and I'll I'll be used to this again. But I think also um, <laughs> oiling my hair and like putting stuff on my face, that was just nice. Just to like feel like I was putting a bit of effort into myself again because I've not. I've not moisturized. I haven't done anything. And just putting a little bit of like oil on my face and like dale in my hair. It was just enough to make me feel like okay. I think in these I, times like, that's all you need. It can be just the little things that you do. Yeah. I haven't read in. Yeah. I thought reading would be my thing, but I haven't read a book since I've come here. Um, which I'm surprised about, but um, yeah, there's a lot. I've burned through about three books. Ooh, I wish I Honestly, was you. Stress. <laughs> no, I really wish I was you. Do you have a lot of books available to you? Um, I have about a hundred sitting next to me. Oh God. Hmm. Okay. And me that doesn't read. <laughs> That's like, I don't want to say it because I'm in my Monday and I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, but... I, I I love to read. I I love to purchase books, and books are sort of one of those things that I will get carried away buying. Um, and I, I unfortunately, uh, um, my partner is equally as bad as me, so he will randomly give me books that he is oh. like, "Oh, you'd like these," and I have like a stack of books that I'm like, "Ooh, I haven't read those yet." <laughs> That's so good. That is probably that's a love language, right? That is so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently started to, in this nasty COVID period, um, you know, we were sending each other letters, which I think oh. is super cute. Oh, I want that. Oh my <laughs> God. Letters. Why do we not send letters? I, this is I such literally think the same thing. thing. Oh my God. Equally, I... whether I'd have the energy to write one, different story. Oh, honey, it took me oh. a day and a half where it was like, you know, uh, I it was a full like love letter like like <sighs> pouring my like, heart into it like it was fu- it was <laughs> yeah oh. it was full on <laughs> I don't think I'd have it in me <laughs> it was proper like I love you these are the reasons why I love you like you know xyz and there was a few snippets in french um because you know we're both learning to speak french so we can cuss people in public um Jeez. And then some French bitch nearby is like, pardon? And I'll be like, oh, I'll run away. <laughs> oh my, I would have thought like Hindi or something would be more niche to like cuss people with, but. Right, well, my my thing is, it's going to be hard to teach him like a Punjabi or Hindi because he is a, he's a wonderful, beautiful man, but he's like, Punjabi is hard to learn and he's like. <laughs> 
he's like 28 <laughs> and Caucasian. Like, there's no way he's picking a pick that up too oh, quick as French. Damn it. Okay. Well, what do you do then? What's your self-care? Okay, are you ready to get um, spiritual and philosophical? Um, I wake up and I open the curtains and I let the sun's rays absorb into my skin. And I like to feel that sense of radiation going through every single muscle, nerve, everything in my body from my head to my toe and then um, I'll go outside and stand on the grass because I have a wonderful garden and there's a grassed area. I'll stand there and just feel grounded with Gaia and just have that sense of we're starting the day and we're in communication with Gaia and the universe and it's gonna gonna be a good day. Um, And then I have a a coffee as black as my soul. Mm, Good. (laughs) um but also I meditate every morning and every evening I do a lot of self-reflection I do a lot of um something called shadow work which is always really important um yeah I just I try and focus on me as much as possible and self like you know develop myself and just have that sense of you know this is who I am this is you know who I'm 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 bettering myself and enriching my soul for when I come out of sort of this quarantine period it's like a a rejuvenated version of the person that went in yeah I love the contrast between us right now you're like developing yourself meditating every day like you stick to a routine learning French writing love letters (laughs) what am I doing reading playing the Nintendo Switch all day long or watching Netflix Everything, all of it's valid though. Oh, like, oh, don't downplay mention, I'm also cooking, I'm also baking. All right, Mia, okay, all, all right, right, all right. No. Uh, sh- no, you can't see me, but I'm flipping my hair. Honey. Oh my God. Okay. But this is the thing everyone copes in different ways, and this yeah. is why it's important to have these conversations because mm-hmm. there's some days where all of that goes out the fucking window, and I am sitting in bed until 12 o'clock. Um, in the afternoon and I've just been watching TikTok videos all fucking morning I stumble into the kitchen have a coffee stumble back into bed and watch the grand tour on Amazon Prime for the rest Mm -hmm. of the day and I don't leave my bed because you know the pressure and the anxiety of this entire situation is just a bit crushing Mm. in weight sometimes and I can't function it's I find it oh actually Stacey what do you you do um, I guess kind of what I said earlier, really, it's like, I'll get up, like, when I want. I'll either go and get breakfast if I fancy. I'm not usually a breakfast eater. Um, I'll generally start on my Switch, play for a bit, usually with Animal Crossing, because it's just a nice, easy start to the day, do a bit of fishing, like, sell some shells, plant some flowers, love that, love do that. some weeding, um, have some lunch at some point, relax, might go in the garden for a bit, yeah. watch something else. I'll either I'll generally have something I want to look forward to watching. At yeah. the moment, I've got like one film on my list on my list left, so I'll be like, oh, I'll watch this at this time. I generally will 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 plan my day ahead a little bit. Like I'll be like, oh, I'll do this for a couple of hours, then I'll eat, then I'll watch this, then I'll do this, then I'll go to bed. That's still structure though, so it's like so good. Yeah, it's it's not the same not every posting. day, but. I think there's a lot of importance um, placed in just doing as much as you can in this time that we have to do nothing. Mm. And I find it really ridiculous that we're all, and I I think everyone's quite aware of it because you see it shared a lot, but we kind of, we want to 
you know, we want to keep acting like this is normal, but it's really, really not. And it's yeah. so, so far from normal, but we aren't experiencing maybe what a lot of people in the front lines are experiencing or what people who are yeah, experiencing. We, we take like, it for granted. Yeah, like people that are experiencing loss and stuff and actually experiencing the illness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm not seeing that, like touch wood, um, I, I, I'm just seeing this as being home and therefore I, I should be as, up to up to speed as possible on all the things that I would normally be doing and that's absolute bullshit like you can't do that so having the pace that you've got Stacey or the pace that you've got Mia it's it's just so valid like whatever anyone's experience of it is no one can say that anyone did anything wrong Mm. because you're making the best of it Mm. it's a great point to make to be honest because what we're experiencing obviously is so different to people that are in the thick of it right now and yeah obviously we could start feeling guilty about the fact that we are just trying to like find our little little wins in the day like finding Mm -hmm. time to meditate or finding time to like play a video game or watch a film or something um and it is definitely a lot easier and and you can get into a mindset of thinking like i am taking this for granted i should should i be feeling more anxious and more scared and like feeling some of the emotions that people are feeling on the front line but you can't always be blaming yourself no. for not and also i think place. we have we have a culture at the moment where you know the slightly older generation which we shall call um boomers um, <laughs> um are sort of there like oh look at these snowflakes what have you got to be anxious about you're just sitting at home people have it worse off than you and things like that and i hate the concept that like or people have it worse off than you so your emotions and your feelings aren't valid like no bitch I have crippling anxiety I'm sitting there thinking about if I leave the house if I even go to the shops I might contract it and spread it to another person Mm -hmm. or if I I might have it I might spread it to another person you know I might touch a packet of biscuits and put it back then not realize that I didn't have my glove on or something and like this like like, you know a hole that you go down and you start Mm -hmm. spiraling and it's like bitch you're not having to deal with that I am so I'm mm-hmm. still valid. My emotions are still valid. The people are, are scared to show that sometimes mm-hmm. because of the backlash that people face, especially in sort of social media and things like people like that Piers Morgan cunt who is always <laughs> like, oh, oh, snowflake this, snowflake that. So it's sort of like there's sort of that other side to it where like, oh, I want to feel these things because this is how I feel, but I can't be open about it because I'll get called a snowflake and that I need to buck up buttercup. Yeah. And then the other side of it is should I feel worse than I do? Or do I feel like, oh, things are being handled by people who are superior than me in the for- in the fields of medicine and then they can do better than I can. So yeah. I'm going to do my best in the situation that I'm in. Mm. But I think exactly. that's the best way to think that you're doing the best of the situation that you're in, you know? Like, mm. you can't control what other people do. You can't control anything other than your own actions. And if yeah. you're accountable for those, you're doing the best that you can. Yeah. Exactly. I <laughs> plug. I wrote recently about uh, in my blog, you know, um, about <laughs> another um, plug of it. <laughs> just, I actually write, guys. I don't know if you knew, but no, okay. I'm like, you can write. <laughs> yeah, I actually can write. I can also read English, but I, uh, I don't want to brag. Oh um, my god! Wow. <laughs> you know, I know. Um, Bloody hell! I, I know. Just don't talk. Don't shout about it too much. You know. Um, okay. Um, so I wrote recently about like the privilege that you've like I've been feeling because like I have a family home and a garden and 
a space that I feel like I can live in and also get fresh air and also I like relax in and I've got food in my fridge and I don't have any worries I don't have to go anywhere I've got a job I've got an income blah, blah, blah. all these things I'm like I'm so lucky to be in this situation whilst this is happening and um it's just like another flip side to it because as much as we've as much as we're really valid and feeling those emotions that anxiety lol I couldn't breathe at work once because I was reading coronavirus stats lol <laughs> um she's dramatic I know um but like those feelings are valid but I also think I I hate saying this but we've got to check our privilege sometimes oh, and yeah. really oh, just 100%. be like should we be complaining about the fact that we can't find certain items in the supermarket or that, you know, we can't see our friends or this, that, the other? I haven't, I mean, thankfully, no one that I've seen has done that. But if you are doing that and you come from a certain background where you also have maybe a nice house or a, a bed to sleep in that is in its own room or something, I don't know. But just things well, you don't like have that. to worry about the rent or the mortgage. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> those like real that. life, yeah, those real life issues that I forgot about. Um, yeah, no, it's just one of those things where you really got to count your blessings. Um, and it's like uh, amongst everything, just really take stock of what you have. And I, that's what I feel like I'm doing at the moment. It's just really trying to be like grateful and really like absorb all these things that I have at my fingertips it's great man it, do you want to it's... repeat that for ellen degeneres please <laughs> wait what yeah. the tea with ellen what's going on she <laughs> described quarantine as being in jail and she has like a multi-million pound mansion and the, the article um, i read was just like pictures of how big her like mansion is oh. jail. i mean pan back to the last podcast we did about I know. ellen and oprah talking about their fucking cabbages and bitch you already got crops <laughs> You have crops, okay? You have a fucking farm. Such a fat ass down, Ellen. She, I, I think she's deleted the video now because she got so much backlash. Ugh. Fuck that. I mean, man. it's just part of the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community, so I stand, but the thing about her makes me a little bit uncomfortable. She always seems I a little know. bit fake. I don't know. She I always know. looks a bit dying to me when she's not on the show. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you guys watch her live stories and stuff, you're like Fuck, you're like one, one foot in the door. Fuck, what's going on here? Okay, okay. I mean, sh- my- apparently she everyone has to look really great. badly as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm Sorry, not gonna- she treats her staff really badly. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know, I I'm want- not a fan. I'm not a fan. I wanted to ask... Um, Mia, sorry, this is totally not related to Ellen DeGeneres. Um, but when you got when you got furloughed, how did it feel for you? Um, it was a it was a very open and honest discussion with my director, and we're very close. So I'm like I'm his EA, and you know, so I am very close to him and can have very open and honest conversations because you can't have an EA that sort of like doesn't know the ins and outs of things because this is not how it works mm-hmm. so um I was already sort of in the know on a lot of things so it just made the most business sense to me and as someone who comes from a business sort of background and perspective like you know I've understood immediately I was like that's the best course of action that's what's best for our business so that's absolutely fine you know 
who else can we do it to <laughs> type <laughs> thing like you know because at the end of the day I have a job you know I have a job at the end of the day like when this when this all finishes I'm gonna go back to my office chair and hope and pray that my cactus is not dead because the stress but I still am getting like my like my furloughed um what's it called monies my salary my <laughs> monthly packet the monies um is <laughs> still covering all my essential bills and rent etc um so I'm very lucky in that sense where yeah I've been furloughed and I can still you know cope via being yeah. furloughed so yeah like you know I'm very I'm very lucky in that sense but a lot of people haven't been but I yeah. was very for it um because I think it's you know if you're not a key worker in sort of a business and you know if the other choice is you know we keep you on for a little bit then maybe we have might have to let you go honey I'd gladly take a back seat and be like okay I'll put my feet up sweetie yeah I think I'd be with you on that I think it makes sense and also I guess security job security yeah like you said you've got a job and exactly like yeah. I don't have to sit there and worry like oh fuck what am I going to do for rent this month yeah yeah you have to take the silver linings from it yeah 100% so did you guys watch um the goings on in Downing Street uh this week as Bojo got a uh, freaking put into intensive care did you see that you must have. I did I did I had like it was it was a weird one because it kind of put it, it like he's not my favorite person like I'm, I'm pretty open about that Preach. But, but him like being in that situation I was like okay this is getting bad now like when you see someone in that position it really it makes it more harrowing it shouldn't mm. do because we should see everyone that's in that position but it kind of you're like shit okay I should be worried now see I was kind of the mm. opposite yeah I was kind of like <laughs> oh here's coin he's fine because let's be honest oh yeah well, I, knew he's, money, I knew he was gonna get the best treatment yeah like when you have money it's 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 not a fucking issue do you know what I mean and it, it's sort of like yes he's older and yes things could have happened but I'm sorry that's life like I have I'm a very brutal person when it comes mm. to death because I think it's 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 a journey and you know <laughs> death is a part of life so I welcome it with like open arms no matter like if it's to me or someone that I know you know if it's something that's happened to someone then it's happened then you know it's happened there's nothing you mm. can do about that so I was sort of like, well, it shouldn't have been shaking people's hands. That, that was the ironic mm. thing that seemed to come from it. Bloody hell. I just felt like the whole time I was like, why is he? Uh, like so many people have died, like nearly 10,000 people now. Yeah. And there, there's like loads of reports on how it's predominantly weighted on like people of color, or pe- obviously people of lower socioeconomic backgrounds, mm-hmm. yeah. people that aren't going to hospital at all because they can't get there. There's just so many things that like they're choose like the way that people are getting beds and the fact that there's not enough, meaning people have to just be picked based on maybe who's gonna survive best if they get mm. put in intensive care. all of those things and then I see this guy like go into intensive care and he's not you know they're like playing it down probably and being like oh no he's fine he's just there for like to keep him safe or something and like, I was yeah it, it, it might be worse than what they're letting on yeah but but I don't know I just there's something about it and like the fact that I don't know every time I see like Tory news I'm just like you guys are too 
self-congratulatory about this people are dying people should not we should not be in this position anyway sorry to make this political but like the nhs is not equipped and it's their fault so like why are they they're putting the pressure on like the people to like take responsibility and like isolate and this that the other Mm. that's fine but they should be able to get treatment like what uh it's like the most baffling thing for me that yeah, they like are... if you didn't fuck around with this whole Brexit thing and put all that funding into the mm-hmm. NHS, we wouldn't be in this fucking situation, would we, you bruh, bitches? Bruh. It was interesting for me coming in as someone that had been volunteering with the NHS, like yeah. running up to this. Mm-hmm. So I started, what, January volunteering, mm-hmm. early February, late January volunteering, and I was working on A&E. And like I was doing Saturday mornings, a time where you'd think it'd be like relatively quiet. I would not get a minute to breathe for the most part. And I was just a volunteer. I was not there as a paid employee. I was not giving any medical care to anyone. Yeah, I was busy the whole time. And this was before all of this kicked off. Mm. I would speak to paramedics and they were stretched. They'd been on 10 hour shifts. They'd not stopped. They'd not had a coffee all day. We had patients in beds in the corridors in a very well-equipped hospital compared to most because the, the QE is, is a fairly new hospital. Yep. And to think what I was seeing then to what must be going on now, like, is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I, it pains me quite a lot that I can't be doing what I was doing because I live with someone that's high risk and I can't put my family under any no, risk. Absolutely. Um, and they gave all the volunteers the option. They said, look, we appreciate the situation. Um, certain age groups don't come in at all. If you're under a certain age, it's up to you, but obviously take into account your circumstances. But yeah, it's it's terrifying to think what must be going on, considering what it was like before. Mm. What are your opinions on the whole clapping for the NHS kind of stuff? What's what's going on with that in your heads? I like the sense of um, morale, etc. Yeah. I like it, but I wish there was something tangible being done. Mm -hmm. But also, how long is it going on for? I was out there for five minutes the other day, and I'm like, my hands (laughs) hurt. And I appreciate, like, don't get me wrong, like, the NHS are doing shit tons, and I can't appreciate them enough. But, like, I live in a quite a conservative, elderly neighborhood who are, like, literally, like, hooting and hollering. And I'm like, Karen, sit down. You're, like, 80 years old. (laughs) And it's just sort of like, how long is this going on for? Like, girl, what the fuck's going on? But also, that's me someone who's uh, i'm sort of a pessimistic fellow so um it's sort of different sort of my take and view on things but i guess as if i was someone who works in these sorts of fields it'd be really heartwarming to see you know if it's recorded and put on the internet and shit like that which it is um like oh look at all these people like in solidarity for us like it's that sense of appreciation for them which i do like my hope is that people don't forget because trust yeah. me, we we as people are very quick to jump on bandwagons with things. So like this is a good one. This is a this is a positive thing to be doing. But watch when this all passes by, people will just stop caring again. And I really, really hope we don't get to that. But history seems to tell us that we fall into old habits very quickly. Yeah, the reality of it is that you know it's um as soon as it's not in the headlines anymore, it's no longer thought about. You know, I have friends who work in the hospital and, you know, seeing their Instagram stories and the scars on their faces from wearing these masks. And it's 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 like, fuck, I already know they do a great job because, you know, a lot of the people that I'm close to took care of my mother when, you know, she, she's she been in and out of intensive care and, you know, have operations and such. So I know the amazing work people do. 
but it's sort of like okay it's great that it's on sort of the media now but six months down the line is anybody gonna give a fuck and they're gonna feel shit do you know what i mean Mm. my worst fear is that we come out of this and we just go back to what we were and we just forget that these people went through these things that this happened to us that we slowed down that thing together that we never thought would be possible that we'd all just listen and stay inside and also when we're clapping oh god i feel kind of awkward when i do it because like the whole time i'm thinking like what does this mean like what like in my opinion like i am a massive pessimist in this sense but what what are we contributing to them like how are we stopping how are we giving them what they need by like I like the thought of it, but sometimes I see it and I'm like, "Is this like for old people? What is this?" So, yeah, chasing for old people, I live for it. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. I feel very mixed about it. Mm. Very mixed. Again, I think the entire thing is just the mm. whole, um, like how do you put this oh yeah like you know morale and shit like that and but it's like uh okay but we could use some ventilators i think it's something yeah. that i guess we can't I, we, you know what yeah we just right. have to we do, can't it, do it, that it's one of those where we have to sit and kind of be like okay this is the good things that are coming out of it obviously there are bigger issues and we need those bigger issues to also be addressed mm. Most definitely. Rather than making yeah. the clapping itself yeah. into something that's like we read into too much, I think take it for what it is, but we keep talking about the bigger issues until hopefully something's done. Mm. These are weird times. These are crazy um, time, unfathomable. This time a couple of months ago, we never thought we'd be in this position. Like in 10 years' time, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows what the world's going to look like as a result of what's happened in the year 2020 who who knows but are you guys yeah. aware of the recent um case of ebola yes in um the democratic no. republic of congo yes no um, how clued upon it are you stacy um, I, I saw the headline. I didn't read the article. Yeah, uh, like, same. Scott tried to tell me about it, but it's to do with this man. He caught like Ebola since like the outbreak happened. Like it's all died down. Um, it was the first case living... in like what was it, fifty-two days or something? Yeah, and he died from it. And it's like, oh great, another thing that might be blowing back up. You know, it's best not just not to hmm. try and get too. Uh-huh too caught up in everything at once because i think you'll just start driving yourself crazy i think whilst we're already having to stick within four walls i think there's a certain degree of ignorance we have to allow ourselves but i'm intuitive by nature if you start thinking into everything reading everything you'll go (laughs) mad the first week i was going Uh, mad i hated it because i was reading every headline about coronavirus i was Mm -hmm double checking every symptom mm-hmm. i had i was stressing because i didn't have a thermometer i was going mad and i've just had to stop myself oh god yeah we me and my mom both you had, had a like, paramedic symptoms. out i think you I had just couldn't like... breathe for like the first week you had more than home. just and a few symptoms <laughs> i got 
<laughs> I got seen by ambulance people and I got scared because I thought I was going to get taken away. It was all a bit of a crisis. And then I think it was all because I was seeing it and it was, I was kind of bringing it on in myself. Just like, in my, I think I must have caught something, but I, I really, I'm not convinced I had it. But I think it was just too much information in too, yeah too short a time it becomes a sensory overload no, i definitely um i had to get off twitter like asap because it was just too much shit show and not enough i don't know any just normal funny stories that were a distraction there's not enough of that but yeah it's hard yeah it's tough it's it's gonna keep being tough for the foreseeable i think just not having an end date to it is always gonna make it hard but i think we just have to keep doing what we're doing take each day at a time be grateful for the situations we're in the privileges that we have and just keep holding out that things won't be like this forever but hope that we learn from it mm-hmm mm-hmm so what, what's everyone's kind of final thoughts? To Sorry, I got hella distracted summarize. just then. Someone is doing some shit tons of fireworks outside my house. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, they have it's an old people that live here. I'm like, where are you getting fireworks from? We've got a house two doors away. They've got a bouncy castle in their garden. I'm like, Bitch. either like, how many kids do you have to warrant you buying a bouncy castle? Or if you're holding kids parties, stop. <laughs> please stop, stop um i think getting back to the point that you mentioned sort of final points um i would just say do the best <laughs> that you can and that's all you can ask for i think people are people are putting a lot of pressure on themselves in regards to sort of making sure that they're doing everything that they normally would do or having a glow up or getting skinny or enhancing their makeup skills learning a language or reading shit tons of books no, whatever you do is the best that you do for yourself. So if you want to do those things, do those things. If you want to just do the bare minimum and get through each day because the anxiety is getting to you and, you know, your depression's kicking in because you can't see the people who you'd usually sort of um, vibe off of and you don't have the positive energy you usually would around you, you know, do do the best that you can and don't, don't fucking, don't be so harsh on yourself, guys. You know, it's it's fine. It's all good. Chill. Poonam? <laughs> I like that. Um, I I guess I just want to finish with that I miss human interaction a lot. And even though I have my family in the house, I think that's one thing I'm going to take away from this is how much I missed um, talking to people because I am so shite on... I'm so shite online. Like, I don't message people. It's just... I don't phone people... So I just, I miss that. But like food and gardens and having my family here, I uh, all things I'm like, I will never take this for granted ever again. Like I've, I'm loving the time I have. And I think just, just make the most of the amount of sleep you can get. That's all I'm going to say. Look, just sleep. If you can do anything, go to bed. And it's not very helpful, but there you go. <laughs> I think I I would say, I guess a bit of advice at the end, just try and keep a bit of normality where you can. If having a routine helps, do that. If sleeping at regular time helps, do that. Just 
like praise yourself for getting through each day stay the hell at home like for the good of everyone and just cut yourself a bit of slack i think like you say like one thing works for one person it's horses for courses now punam knows what that phrase means horses for courses. it is very much a horses for courses situation <laughs> be grateful for what you've got do what you need to do to get through each day and let's just hope that we get through it and it's not as bad as it could have been i agree well i guess that your feelings are valid guys like 100 percent. Just... <laughs> you feel anxious you feel stressed allow yourself to feel that acknowledge why you feel that process it deal with it don't don't keep these things cooped up because situations like this are kind of prime for people to keep things bottled up and to overthink things as Poonam mm-hmm. said your feelings are very much valid uh, well I guess that kind of brings this week's podcast to a nice close who knows what will have happened in coronavirus land in the time um, until you next hear our voices, but hopefully, hopefully we all stay safe. So follow us on the socials um, as usual that you'll find in the description below. Um, like I say, stay safe, have a good week and we'll be back with the next episode next week. Take care. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>